Welcome, weary traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicle of cranial concoctions, a frenzied fusion of befuddled fables, an exacting expose on eclectic mythos. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself enlightened, delighted, and only slightly misinformed on the many fantastical worlds that exist within our favorite media. Will you learn all there is to know? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say it will be the lore you know. I've been, I was, I watched like a clip of a movie on YouTube. And so YouTube is like, Oh, you want to watch movie clips? Okay. So then I got like a million movie clips. But the, the point is I got the intro to psycho, uh, which I've never seen psycho before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or is it American psycho or whatever? The They're one with the one with that ones, the here's the one Johnny one. No, no, that's not either. That's the shining. Oh, <laughs> I don't know movies. No, the one, the uh, one, the one. That's why ba- I'm here. The one with Batman in it, and that's then he, American Psycho. Yeah, and then he oh with Han- he, the Hannibal Lecter one. Yeah, with Hannibal yeah, Lecter, okay. and then <laughs> so far off. Every know. the Silence of the Lambs, Fran. Anyway, <laughs> the. <laughs> I don't know things, okay? That's anyway, why I'm learning. All right, yeah, I got that's the whole point. Anyway, I know I know about it and it's like it's about Batman and he's a yuppie, so a young urban professional and he's all about like you know, his high. He he works in like a place that like our our programmer friends work, except it was like the 90s, so that they, okay. it wasn't really about programming. It was like he works in at Harry like Potter. business work or whatever. Yeah. Like he he goes to work to do business kind of thing. But okay. it shows his like morning routine, and he's like, and then I take a refreshing, uh, herbalized moisturizer and put it on both of my elbows. Then I brush my teeth first with a primary brush, and then a secondary brush for my gums. Then I okay. open up my cabinet and choose the various tinctures that I will put on my penis to make it supple yet firm. And then he like goes through his whole morning routine. Some of that's fake, but some of it's okay. real. And then, <laughs> but he's like going, he's like going through this whole thing. And it's like the, the movie is like framing this. Like he is, he's a psychopath. Like he's a literal psychopath and he kills people. What? But he's also this, a this yuppie. sounds kind of like just OCD. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the uh, whole, I mean, it's, it's the movie's it's, about how like, uh, how it's young nar- urban it's professionals are like, yeah, like hyper focused on their selves and their jobs and their careers. And they're not actually thinking about like, anything but success it's all about success and like this movie is supposed to show that that's bad like he does that and he's also social commentary yeah and he's also a serial killer like he is a sociopath and but like everyone all these people like idolize him because they're like he's 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 a rise and grinder kind of person you know like that's the whole point like he gets up He's got his routine. He goes. He does business. He is successful in the eyes of society. Yeah. Like totally overlooking that the whole point of the movie is that he's also a 
a serial killer and he is a actually a bad guy but people always talk about wanting to be like that and like having that mindset but what well, got to here. me about oh, it I was, is i was okay. well i was just saying I, what got to <laughs> me about it is that in the intro he's like talking about his morning routine and he's like talking about you know, all this like stuff he does to keep his hard body and, and things like that. And I was like, this is so cringy. Like if a person actually <laughs> did that, I would be like, that's so lame, dude. Like, it's so, <laughs> it's so pathetic. Like, it's really sad. He's like, he's like, I can do a thousand crunches. And it's like, all right, cool, dude. You're wearing an ice pack on your face because you think your eyes are puffy. You're there's like, a, it's there's a lot of business bros. Yeah. That do this um I but know. also i personally i under okay the idol idol is i uh, idolization of that whatever but to be fair i am surprised that this man can do all of this rise and grind get his work done and then he has all this time for his hobby after work like this oh. yeah, that's, I mean, that's what blows my mind he's still like he stopped does he actually stop working at five o'clock and then can go and do whatever the fuck he wants in the evening yeah because, i mean yeah, his, that's his why job people idolize generic businessman yeah you know like so. he has everybody like, he, works he, like, overtime that's unpaid these days this is ridiculous yeah. so yeah gets, I, like, can, I, I get it i get it he gets like paid to take calls or whatever like, yeah business no, guys in the 90s did the right it's one of those things where it's like the the biggest joke is also, how much of his life of being a businessman has nothing to do with his job and is all about like, I need to get a reservation at this fancy restaurant because that will show that I'm an important person and therefore be good for my job. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, CJ, I'm very proud of you that you actually got the like message that you were supposed to get from the opening that he's a cringe freak <laughs> yeah and not just like man i need to really pull it's, up that routine <laughs> it's so it's like i don't know I, and then he's like i drink this kind of milk because it is the because i am a silly boy and my tum tum hurts if i drink the it's like it's right which, it's because stupid. my pores might react poorly to yeah the, he uh, does talk about his pores a lot and then there's a picture of his ass you see his ass in the shower and you're like damn christian bale i want to eat ice cream off of that oh okay now <laughs> i finally i thought you were gonna intro this was i no. thought you were gonna <laughs> intro the show fran why don't you no, intro the show I, that i we're will doing in right a now? moment hold on i'm just remembering what this is <laughs> Because of the meme, with I Christian remember Bale. Christian Bale's ass. Yes, what yeah, second? he's the what he's the second? meme. Give me time oh. to remember Christian Bale's ass. Welcome to the Lore You Know, a podcast where some friends dive at the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media that we grow up with and love, and teach Fran about movies that she's never seen. Um, and here to bring you the mostly correct facts about made up things this week are me, Fran, me, Ethan. And I'm CJ, and I, uh, I mean, I've never seen that movie either. I just saw the, I just saw the opening. I saw the opening clip on YouTube, and I've, I've decided to judge this book by its cover. Like, well, I get you at it. least understood the references. Do you guys? I couldn't even figure you, out which movie it was. Are you guys jaded like me to the point of yes. you can't enjoy media because they'll like be trying to like make a statement or something and then you'd be like, okay, I get it. And then you just zone out because you're like, I know, like I get what you're trying to say. You don't, I don't need a whole movie to be like, uh, capitalism can be bad sometimes. Like I don't, I don't need the symbolism for two hours of like how 
you know, the American dream is dead or whatever. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I it think depends it... on if I'm in the mood to suspend my disbelief or not, which isn't usually. I think it's it's just the sort of thing where you indulge so much media that is incredibly over the top and also referential to those things that mm. just having the thing laid out is boring for you. Yeah. But Speaking of over-the-top media, I'm going to pull you in today because we're going to be talking about the Bayonetta series. That's right. Mm. We, we, we shed our... It was, it was October 31st. We were at a maximum spookiness. I was just a skeleton. Ethan was an undead. I think Fran is some sort of like warlock wizard person. But then the date flipped over to, I think, Tuesday. Halloween's <laughs> on a Monday. Then it was like Tuesday, and then like all of my all of my organs and and muscles grew back, and and Ethan just kind of became normal, and then Woke Fran up. lost all of yeah, <laughs> Fran lost all of her magical. So we mm-hmm. we're we're not we're no longer doing spooky content, but you know what? We'll we'll wean wean the audience off a little bit with some. Uh, some witch content. Ooh. Yeah, I was gonna say, doesn't Bayonetta fight monsters also? She I mean, fights like, it's angels. Not, it's, it's tan- yeah. Oh, angels and demons. <laughs> and de- yeah. Oh, see the demons part. That's the part I was remembering. It's so, like it's tangential. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. But she's a witch, Fran. Okay, mm-hmm. I just but know yeah, that I watched this on like X Play back in the day. Okay, absolutely. But this, yeah, this is or tech this TV, was- depending nice we're we're gonna slowly just kind of push on halloween i've decided if christmas is going to take all of its aggression and try and just like take over thanksgiving time why should we the halloweeners uh halloweenies is the (laughs) the term why should we the halloweenies just like say oh well we can't go into november that's thanksgiving time no let's push right up to like the 23rd or something you know no well We'll, it's we'll take that whole chunk of time well it's different because it's like after christmas people aren't still doing christmas stuff like it it would be more we would have to celebrate Halloween in like August and then yeah, like, I'm just pushing up to Labor Day. This is that a direct stance of aggression that Oh, I'm I see. Taking. You're encroaching on on the you're 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 drawing the line in the sand and taking what belongs to the Crimbus folks. Exactly. Fuck you, Father Christmas, you jolly bitch. We're coming for you. Are we going to talk about controversy? That's what uh, the internet's talking is about. Is it is it because She's a woman in a spandex suit with a whip. Yeah, yeah, the and they're like women. Women can't be women. Can't have big, fat, floppy boobos and and a big clingy ass. Uh, no, that's not the controversy. Although I'm sure there was some controversy about that at one point. But yeah, women in bikinis or lack thereof is what we're gonna be talking about. I, I, but, but she's I, not. But she has a bodysuit on though. She you can, does she, Fran? Does she, Fran? I, oh, Fran, you don't, on. you don't know anything. I don't. Bayonetta's I don't. nude, Fran. She's not wearing any clothes. But, but, but her bits aren't showing. That's we're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. All right, Ethan. Well, then get it's... a, get, get a, get a, all right. Behind <laughs> that. We'll, we'll come, we'll come back to Bayonetta's clothes or lack thereof. 
But first, I want to talk about the creator, Hideki Kamiya, because he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he's a legend. And he has, uh, he's actually in a little bit of the stuff that we were just recently covering because he first started his career doing the Resident Evil series. Oh. Uh, he was the planner for the first game and then the director for Resident Evil 2. He probably should have stuck around for six, but... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> might have been helpful. If six is a little more in his style, honestly, because he's not that, like, serious mood like serious deep tone kind of thing that resident evil was going for early in the day yeah uh it was really hammy is... all of those games were i mean it they they were, they were based well, on that's like part of the delight of the 90s and right they were all it was games, all right? based it's on like, like horror all the campy movies. bullshit right yeah. exactly it was yeah. like ah monster that was the whole point but wow 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 <laughs> but yeah so um hideki kamiya was originally uh, a lead for making Resident Evil 4 and he started to make this game about it was like back to Resident Evil roots there was a guy who got lured to a secluded castle and there were scary like monstery things there mm -hmm. uh but mm -hmm. the the catch for this game is that the main character was supposed to have superhuman powers kind of like Wesker did right mm. where he's like like neo fast and stuff like that uh so like but, Resident Evil 7 and 8 <laughs> kind not like a mold man but fortunately I not guess. a mold man <laughs> Uh, but the thing is that as development went on, Hideki keep, kept making his main character cooler and cooler mm -hmm. until he no longer fit like the Resident Evil series. Mm -hmm. And so they took this game that was supposed to be Resident Evil 4 and they just made it into a different series and it became Devil May Cry, oh. which uh, Devil May Cry is like, all about not just cool, but like, like over like the top, way, like, oh, perhaps, like machine gun swords and shit. Right? Way past cool would be a better. Perhaps way past killing cool. monsters with motorcycles, right? Uh, killing monsters with co motorcycles, like defeating bosses and then turning them into nunchucks that you yeah. wield to beat okay. other bosses. Wild bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, also, he goes, I was supposed to be the one to fill your dark heart with light. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the lines. I did it exactly. Oh, right. If you look up that scene, it was, it it was, was so I believe scene. you. It was a one to one. I look forward to learning more about Devil May Cry later. <laughs> okay. Well, so, I guess you, okay. <laughs> I guess that's what this episode's about now. Maybe, I mean, maybe we'll get to that at a different time. But Next spooky af month. After Devil May Cry, he created the Beautiful Joe series, which- Oh, wow. Took, he just, he, wow. That's yeah, he took, the, he took that same over-the-top cool thing, but then was like, what if I make it even more over-the-top cool to the point where it's a parody of what is already nearly a parody of over-the-top coolness? <laughs> this guy seems so fun. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. He's very strange. So at this point, I want you to imagine like a Bollywood movie that is taunting other Bollywood movies. Yeah. And that's kind of like the level that Beautiful Joe is at, where it's over the top cool, 
and not meant to be taken seriously, but internally within its own logic is taking itself very seriously. Sounds like quality content right there. Plus, he also, he, he made, what it was like the Fantastic 100 or some shit like that. Wonderful 101. Yeah, which was the same, it was like the same thing, but it was like, you, it's like, Pikmin kinda you play as a group of heroes and then the mm -hmm. heroes will like they all have like special moves but like all, all of the heroes all of the 101 are like all supposed to be like unique heroes like they're all superheroes but you control them as one big unit so instead of there being like any you know any specific character traits they're all literally just blended together into like one big blob and then all of your attacks are like you morph if you have like 10 dudes, you can like push them together to make a sword and then you like slap with a big 10 person sword. Or if you've got like 50 people, then you can make like a big bulldozer or whatever out of them. And then it will like Seems bulldoze like a the game. enemies. So yeah, the that. whole, the whole, like the whole, the game was you like collected a big cloud of people and then you would turn those people into big attacks, like morph them into an attack. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it's pretty it, radical it, this is the kind of like weird stuff that he does and all of these games that we're talking about are considered classics but they were also like less and less financially successful as time went <laughs> yeah, on the they got more and more niche was pretty <laughs> not well received <laughs> so uh, Hideki Kamiya and his whole studio ended up getting dumped by Capcom the publisher mm -hmm. And so it's at that point they made their own uh, studio and publishing Platinum Games mm. and decided we're going to take all of the stuff that Hideki normally does and we're going to take it up another notch with this series Bayonetta. And so Bayonetta, it's a game series that it puts together the style of Devil May Cry, the over-the-top goofiness of Beautiful Joe, and then it adds in very weird style of eroticism. Uh, I think it's a pretty normal style of eroticism. Is but it whatever. weird? It's just she has like a whip glasses. It's weird. No, I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna get into suit. it. It's weird. Yeah, okay. they, it's it's weirder than you think. For if you actually play the on game, the it, on the surface, it seems like pretty conventional. I mean, she is she is big. Like she is big mommy. Like she, yeah. you, you want to be like, like, but. <laughs> It's weirder than that, even. And that's pretty normal, I think. So. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. I, I can't engage with that. Like. <laughs> you could, but you refuse. I did. Yes, I absolutely refuse. I'm the one who chose this topic, and I still refuse. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who is Bayonetta? So, Bayonetta is this lady who wakes up in a coffin in the early 2000s. She was like buried underground for who knows how long. And she's like, huh. I She's got amnesia because of course. And all she remembers is that she is a witch and witches like guns hmm. and that she has this special magical watch. And okay. I can't so, imagine she was buried for that long if she has an affinity for guns. 
since from before she was married. You, yeah, you'd think it's been a hot Fran, second. These though. are these are demon guns, though. These aren't normal. Oh, I'm guns. sorry. Is that is that how humans figured out how guns work? Is they found demons with guns? And Maybe like, is that this. is that like how people think that microwaves came from outer space? They're like aliens yeah. came down and they had like a mm-hmm. microwave on their ship mm-hmm. or whatever for popcorn, and then we found one and we were just like, oh, yeah. this shit rules. That's what I learned from Men in Black, right? Is that we got all of our technology from aliens. Yeah, that's probably how it worked. Yeah. I I don't believe it specifies the origin of guns, whether that is special to the witches, but it does specify that witches have an affinity for firearms. Mm -hmm. That's like just, that like, you know, yeah, you know how like witches are associated with brooms? It's like same thing. Witches are associated with guns. Mm -hmm. That okay. just is. It's very useful for <laughs> killing things. So that's why they use it. And so she has these two major kinds of magic that she can use. One of them is bullet time. I think it's called witch time or something, but it's it's Matrix Neo bullet time, right? Yeah, and it's she what can- ruins Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> She can slow down time as like projectiles or attacks and such are coming at her and it allows her to, you know, beat the crap out of people and also do ridiculous Bollywood scenes like jumping off of bullets midair and things like that. It's also very funny because there's a lot of puzzles where you need to like enter bullet time, but you can only enter bullet time if you like dodge an attack right before it hits you. So to do that to like do the puzzle you have to like trigger a thing that hits you and then dodge it otherwise you you because there's no like button to do bullet time you have to like yeah you got to react <laughs> yes one of one of the first uh i think like the intro to using bullet time is there is this you need to get across this body of water there is a statue that you are supposed to improperly pray to so that lightning comes down to strike you. You dodge the lightning activating bullet time so that you can walk on water because time has slowed down. Yeah, it's very huh. silly. But it's a really <laughs> cool game like mechanic. It's some really fun, intricate puzzle work. I mean, it's a, it's an action. It's like a beat-em-up action game. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a, a good Yeah, there's a little bit of puzzle here and there. There's a little puzzle. Um, but so she's got she's got bullet time. But then she also has wicked weaves. So, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> tell us, Ethan. She she has a pact with a powerful demoness who doesn't. And, right, she can summon that demoness's fists and feet into our world to attack her enemies. And, they just kind of like and feet. launch. For- <laughs> yes, oh. they're like. And and these are huge, right? She summons like the 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 fist is like fifteen feet across, you know. I, I thought um, you said it was a fist, not a foot. It's both. <laughs> as soon as I read that in my notes, I was like, CJ won't let that go. That's funny. <laughs> the conduit. This is the important part, Fran. Mm-hmm. The conduit for this demon summoning is Bayonetta's hair. Is that why it's so tall? Her and ponytaily yeah so her hair disappears into inferno which is just like another name for hell proportional to how much power she is summoning and the thing is that thing that looks like skin tight leather that she's wearing fran Uh uh-huh 
that is all made out of her hair. No. Yeah. No. That's because that's she needs all her hair. She needs a lot of hair. Is it hair. connected to her head? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's live hair. Living hair. No. I mean, that sounds yes. uncomfortable. Well, like I have so, a lot of hair, but I wouldn't want it down my skin. <laughs> well, I mean, you, I guess so. Third magic that she has, she's got neo bullet time. She's got wicked weaves, and also she's got turn her hair into a skin tight leather suit. Yeah. Uh, so when she you, uses her abilities, Fran, and her hair goes to hell, and her clothes are made of hair, oh, then <laughs> then you so see scary. then you see her big fucking baps and butt because uh, she's not wearing clothes anymore, Fran. You can see well, I guess everything she never was. exactly. It, it, she never was. She's naked so, yes. technically. It does. It has a lot of those scenes yes. where she, you know, uses the full power attack. And all of her hair comes off except for like a little strand to cover across the breasts and or cooter. <laughs> but she um, she's a she's an exhibitionist. She like <laughs> likes to strut and be seen yeah. and show off her big ass. Yes, I need you to understand <laughs> this game is so aesthetically sexual while also being gross enough to make fun of those kind of themes. Uh, but yeah, as as CJ was alluding to with his oh, feet, uh, mm. it is one of her primary finishing moves is she'll do a combo attack and then summon this gigantic demoness's high-heeled foot to crush her enemy oh. like a big mom. Yes. Uh, mm. Bayonetta Riding is a dominatrix. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she has uh, so she has a lot of like combo moves where she can like summon stuff and uh -huh. like and they're they're all like torture things, but they're like How the sexy kind of torture ones. How did Nintendo let her in to Smash Brothers? Because it's a very popular series. Because Mario's like, oh, I'm Chris Pratt and I want to see some big mommy fucking titties flapping in my face. <laughs> But yeah, they they did a vote. They were like, uh, it was I can't at the end of Smash Four, I think they said we'll put in whatever video game character you guys vote for if we can get their developers to agree. Oh, and people that's a voted slope. and people voted and mass for Bayonetta. Oh. Um, but yeah, as as CJ said, a lot of her finishing moves are torture techniques that are also very sexual yeah there's, so, uh, there's, the, there's the pole the polio one where you're like she, your arms and legs are pulled what is that one <laughs> it's like it make you taller i think is she the root of many uh teenage slash sexual i guess awakenings? now millennial yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a little late in the game for Millennial Awakenings, but uh, next gen, like I'm no, sure. This came absolutely. out when I was a teenager, didn't it? Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying is like the yeah. mid teen years there. What I don't I'm saying know how is many... like the now millennials they were teenagers when this came out. Therefore, yeah, we were kind of at the end of it them. though. So, oh yeah, no, I'm. I guess you're imagining teenagers. I'm imagining there were definitely like eight-year-old boys who picked up this game, even though oh. they shouldn't have, and were like, yeah. oh, now I am a different being than I was before I played this. All according to <laughs> Those Hideki's are the long, young millennials. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so her finishing moves are like she has big mommy demoness crush people under her high heels. She mm. repeatedly whips their asses until they submit and explode. There is what? a part. Yeah, <laughs> there's a particular finisher where she chains the enemy in rope play fashion and ties them to a BDSM sawhorse and makes them moan until they blow up. Yeah, it's awesome. What is she fighting in this game? Demons. That, ala- that does so, this? <laughs> she is uh, angels. primarily fighting angels. Uh-huh. And, are they humanoid? Hell yeah, they so, are. Angels have a very diff, uh, very interesting styling in this game because uh, yeah. angels, they they look like biblically accurate angels who are wearing masks and armor that are styled to look like uh, more family friendly Christian artwork angels. But they there there's like huge bosses that have like a hundred hands and a thousand eyes kind of thing. Um, but then like the, the regular, the regular things you fight are like cherubs and, uh, and you know, just like regular winged angels, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's the kind of thing where you'll see this little cherub creature that has like a stone mask that looks like a Da Vinci painting of a cherub. But then as you beat it, beat on it, like you break the mask and you see that there's just like a thousand eyes and the truth of the world behind that mask. And it's like, ew, gross. (laughs) Put this thing in a Iron Maiden. I'm trying to visualize it, but I don't have much of a sense of what biblical angels look like. So just, just, I'm I'm Googling. They look look very scary. You can't Google images, Fran. We have to describe it with our words. That's what a podcast is. Well, these pictures aren't doing, helping me a whole lot. So if that makes sense. Well, maybe we'll throw up a couple of those pictures on Twitter at Spices. Oh oh my God. I, are we doing, are we doing Twitter anymore? Yeah. Did, did, oh yeah. Are we leaving? Oh, are, are you we- gonna pay twenty dollars a month for that blue check mark? Oh yeah, I was gonna pay two thousand dollars a month for it, but he he graciously brought it down to eight dollars. So yeah, I don't fucking know. Else, does anybody else hear squeaking? Yeah, it's my fucking cats. Okay, that's why I'm like, where? What is this noise? My cats are playing with their toy, which has a squeaker in it, but it's not like an actual squeaker. It's like a sound chip that makes squeaking sounds. So like even if you like touch it, you don't have to like squeeze on it. You just move it, and then it goes squeak, 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 squeak for some fucking reason. Some sociopath was like, the squeaker exists and it's perfectly okay by itself. But I'm gonna do this instead. Gotcha. It's so psychotic. when people cosplay. So when people cosplay Bayonetta, yeah. Has anybody actually made a suit out of human hair? To no, that's, I certainly hope not. That's impossible, friend. It's not. That's not real. It's not impossible. It is impossible to have nah. that. Do you know how much cloth you need to weave into like a shirt? A lot. I feel like I think you're underestimating how much women like lose their hair. Like it is it's constant. A very, the, the, very. You don't take. Specific. It has to be attached to your head at that point. <laughs> like you don't. You don't lose oh. the hair. It has to grow well, to just, that length. Oh, see, I'm just saying to like know. just 
take the hair as it falls out as you brush it. Why like, would you do that if you okay? If you're yeah. gonna make, make it out of, if you're just gonna make cosplay. it not attached to your body, just wear leather. Why would you? Well, no. Take your so you, own would, you hair? would make it. You would make your own hair, make the suit, and That's, then like incorporate it into your. Existing I hair I'm gonna go I ahead and say no one's ever done that. Accurate costume. Yeah, I I have to say, friend, it's a very specific cosplayer who wants to play such a super sexy character, but wants to do it wants in such an stupid. accurate and unsexy way that makes everyone kind of gag a little bit when they look at her. Like, I, don't think, I don't think- I don't think hair's that gross. Like I'm not like a, yeah, I'm not you can literally clean for it. it. Yeah, like if you, if you, okay, if you're at a, if you're at a restaurant and you find a hair in your soup, do you ask for a new soup? Uh, Sometimes. I get, it depends on the hair. Yeah. What if it's rose red hair, red red hair? Oh, red red. red. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no. I just, just realized. It's fine. I just realized I have another question for you because I don't know what it is. Um, you referenced a BDSM sawhorse. Yeah. So there's this. Is uh, it a sawhorse? So there's or? this. It's like it's a so, so you know what a sawhorse is? Like it's a little. Thing. I'm aware of a sawhorse. Yes. Or like a pommel horse in gymnastics. Well, you you put it and you put it so that it's is that a little the bit to handle with a bar. And yeah, like it's a men's gymnastics thing. Yeah, but you can like straddle it like a horse. You can like sit on it like a horse. Swing your legs around and right. stuff. Okay. So it's that, but it's slightly taller than where your crotch normally is. So then, when you sit on it, your okay. legs don't quite reach the ground, and so it's grinding up on your like your body weight is on your pussy. And then, and then you like grind, thought, you like grind on it, and then you can like pull on the legs to like make make it have more pressure, and it 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 <laughs> it, it makes you come. Um. Okay. I I guess I wasn't envisioning. And so, if you if you get a if you get a really fancy um, one, if you get a really fancy setup, you can like tie I mean, ropes to your legs and then pull down on the ropes on the legs. I was not envisioning the these horse. angels having vaginas. I guess. Well, as, we don't know that they do, as, but I mean, that's as but long they, as we're doing this part that we are definitely explode. going to cut out. How about you just like Google the bayonetta song? We're not gonna cut. Just... We're not gonna cut this out. I can tell you all of the BDSM stuff that you want to know, Fran. I don't know if I want to know anymore. Okay, I won't ask more questions. <laughs> that's the that's the whole point of the show is teaching you things that you don't oh, want to God. know. Oh God, it's so many things. Yeah, there's a lot of well, Ethan didn't say this, but. The he called it the finishing move. It's not called that, Fran. In the game, uh, when you're fighting a huge no. monster and you kill it, the your finishing move is called your climax move. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, you climax on them. Okay. <laughs> this game rules, Fran. This game's awesome. I need a stuffed animal to hide my face behind. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> You're playing as a you're playing as a sexually empowered woman who gets to grind angels under her feet. That's that's th if this isn't what feminists want, I don't know what they want. Okay. This is, this oh is nonsense. God. This is amazing. Uh, okay, I'm fine. We All haven't right. even got I'll to the more. we haven't even got to the plot. These are just the things that yeah. happen. I know. I didn't even okay. get to the plot. Okay, so. Bayonetta is looking for her past. She's been out of this coffin for 20 years. She still has amnesia. Her biggest clue is this big jewel that she has in her watch. She's done some like looking, some searching, 
and she's found out it's called the left eye of the world, and apparently it has a match, the right eye of the world. Wow. Crazy, Makes sense. Yeah. So she's able to track the right eye to this city called Vigrid, and there she starts to uncover a lot of secrets from her past. These take the form of three characters that she's going to meet. Uh, One of them is Jean, and she is a mysterious lady who has all of the same powers as Bayonetta and seems to know who Bayonetta is, even though Bayonetta doesn't recognize her at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is similarly in a... uh, leather suit except this one's red leather mm. and Does she have red also, hair no she, nope she's got white hair so well, i don't know how, how did that she, works okay. it worked it just works that's Friend. again they have turn hair into leather magic also bayonetta's is kind of purplish sometimes too so it's not well, like that's just because when you have dark enough black hair and sometimes gets the <laughs> it blue looks purple and... i don't think that's how that works Fran. I don't think I don't think you add black to black and you get purple somehow. She meets John, who keeps teasing that she knows more about her past than Bayonetta does. But not telling her anything. Mm -hmm. But not telling her nothing. She meets Cereza, who is this little girl who is convinced that Bayonetta is her mother. And it's kind of weird because on the one hand, she looks a lot like Bayonetta, and Bayonetta has amnesia, but also Bayonetta has been awake for 20 years, and this girl is like eight, mm. so something's strange there. Also, and there's a reason that Bayonetta's a MILF and not any other kind of sexual devi- deviancy, because she's got a little girl running around being like, mother, mother. She has a little British accent. Mother. Ma- no, mommy, mommy. 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 That's, what, that's me going following bayonetta <laughs> i guess i hadn't considered her in the milf category she's she's she, i mean milf. she's 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 okay. a dominatrix she's yeah a, she's a milf matrix dom milf <laughs> okay so we've got those two and then she also has this mysterious voice that comes down like you know christ speaking to his followers and tells Bayonetta that she's going to be okay and he'll be sure to keep her safe. And while okay. Bayonetta is learning, while Bayonetta's learning a little bit about her past, let's learn a little bit more about the history of this world. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, all of creation was split into two worlds, light and darkness. Mm-hmm. Just like in Kingdom this- Hearts. Just like in Kingdom Hearts. Wow. This went horribly. Those two worlds went to war and destroyed each other. So let's try it again. We destroy that universe. Let We make a new universe. Mm-hmm. All of creation was split into three worlds. Light, darkness, and chaos. Mm. Earth is chaos. There's a paradiso, which is light. And there is Inferno, which is darkness. Fran, okay. you're you're caught up. You you caught up on the the divine uh comedy, right? The uh I'm aware of it. Yes, there's like this how many I'm... circles of hell in yeah. Dante's Inferno or whatever. Yeah, this is this is all like Dante and like heaven and hell kind of setup. 
Okay. And I so only know as much as Wikipedia. So Heaven's I've... Heaven's called Paradiso. Okay. I love the part of Dante's Inferno where he's like, and this is the sixth realm where you get stepped on by a big mommy because you were naughty. Because you were a naughty boy in life. Yeah, you were. Wait, is that uh, is that heaven or hell? Which I forgot. <laughs> so there's this chaos god named Acer, and he rules over the world of chaos. He rules over the earth. He's called the Overseer, because literally the way that he sees the world is the way it is. So Acer okay. watches over the world for a few millennia. Just like Republicans. But <laughs> well, it's maybe he's a little more liberal because <laughs> he feels really bad that humans are kind of like so lame and just mm -hmm. like close to animals themselves. Uh. Mm. And so he plucks out his eyes and gives them to humans so that they can create their own fates cool. so that oh. they can make the world they want to That's, see in. Ooh, <laughs> Hope he realized that was a pretty good mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's not great. That's not good. <laughs> we have one group called the Lumen Sages. They're a bunch of like Christian-esque priest dudes and they get the right eye of light. And then we have the Umbra Witches, which they are a hot girls only BDSM clan, and they get the left eye of darkness. They're mm -hmm. still, they do the thing where they're like dressed up like nuns, but they're like sexy nuns, and then they like take their habits off, and then they like, you know, sexy. Um, yeah, I mean, all black, of course, but right. yeah, they do have like leather nun mommy thing going on. Yeah, um, on a slight. Uh, on a slight tangent, um, nuns Impossible. came up in my grad class the other week. <laughs> I had mm -hmm. to role play a nun in an interview. Oh, that's so nice. hot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and um, I didn't know how to, but like the per a person who was like interviewing me didn't realize I was a nun. Was this was this an improv? Are you taking an improv class, Fran? Improv this class. sounds like a comedy I, bit. The issue is, is I don't know how nuns work. Um. And so beat the I just shit out of the interviewer with a ruler. I thought nuns like I knew that nuns can retire from being a nun kind of because I had nuns as neighbors at one point. So I thought like when they were done nunning, they just like stopped doing church. I don't know. Stop being nuns. Stop going to church. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> I nuns renounce work. my nunship. <laughs> And I in the conversation, I referenced that they come from a nunnery, which apparently is not what it's called. And it's did just what my father called it growing up. Yeah. Did he say, I'm going to send you to the, if you kiss any of those boys, I'm sending you to a nunnery. Get, get no, in the, nunnery. in the in the city I grew up in, there was this random like monastery in the middle of like part of the downtown area that you had to like do a big loop around. And he would just reference it as the nunnery. The so I just kind of assumed we... that's where nuns were. Where are you from? What is this lore of your life that you're crap? It's like, did you grow up in like the, the hills of Mongolia? And like, yes, back back at home, there was one 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 mission that was in the middle of the of the whole town. All the I nuns just, would congregate I just, there. I'm just here to say that I was um laughed at a little bit because i one i didn't know how nuns work too i didn't know nuns had jobs 
I thought they were just nuns. How would they make money? Apparently nuns can have jobs. Yeah. I assumed they were just taken care of by God and the church. God, churches get God provides for those who provide for themselves, which I just, I, I didn't know nuns had jobs and once, they like, once you're a level school, three nun, um, yeah, then you don't need to eat or sleep anymore. I, was, I thought that was so, like a level 12 nun, but yeah, I don't know. No, it's a very good class. It's a so, good class. So yeah, um, I learned that it's not called a nunnery and I learned that nuns can have jobs and they can retire from those jobs and still help out at the church, but they don't have to live at the church um also so i don't know i just i learned a lot about nuns the other week so nice tangent well i'm gonna teach you about a very different kind of nun (laughs) right now cool ones as far as i know it could all be the same ones i don't know (laughs) are these at nunneries nuns can probably be strippers too i'd imagine a lot of strippers dress like nuns this is we're getting dangerously close to just like quoting the Monty Python Holy Grail movies. So that's, I try to explain to- A man has come. You must punish us all and give us all a good spanking. So that's legitimately the only reference I have about nuns in my, in my mind is that part of Monty Python and also like Halloween costumes of what they look like. So I assumed they wore habits all the time. I was told that's not the case. I mean, some, um, at some places, it's like, it's like a monk, Fran. Monks are- I don't know anything like, about those either. Well, yeah, but you can have like a Friar Tuck monk from like, you know, Robin Hood, or you can have like a Kung Fu monk from a Kung Fu monk movie. There's a lot of kinds Are there of still monks. monks in Christianity. Yeah. Is that a that's thing like that the, still exists? That's like the Friar Tuck monks. Yeah. Those are I mean, English monks. They, we're they, not, we're, they, where they, are they, craft, they craft beers, Fran. Yeah, do they? We're, so if nuns are at the nunnery, is there a monkery as well? Like, yes. Where the monks hang out? It's a, a monastery. monastery. It's a monastery. Oh, but okay. Yeah, they're not as big of a thing anymore because one of the biggest thing that monks used to do would be copy down sacred texts, yeah. and now they we were, just have printing presses. They were scribes. Yeah. Goddamn Gutenberg ruined the whole fucking economy with his bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, okay. it's just... Uh, Fran doesn't know what nuns are. That's all. <laughs> that's that's okay. That's maybe better for this. Not for nuth not for nuth nothing. Not nothing. Nothing. So okay, so these Umbra witches are nunning it up. They get an eye. Yeah. All right. All right. Now we're back so, in. Yeah. Yeah. We've got we've got the Lumen Sages and we have the Umbra witches. And for all of human history, things are going swell enough until. 500 years ago, we have this Lumen Sage named Balder, and he gets the mega hots for an Umbran witch named Rosa. Fair. Okay? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't know how it took this long to happen, honestly. Dude. Uh, they fall in love. They have a forbidden baby because those groups are not supposed to mix. And... At that point, everybody's so mad about, like, the barriers being broken down and all of that. We have a clan war between these two groups. Why do so, I feel like this is a commentary on the, on the current political situation in America? This, this game is a commentary on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this game is a commentary on sexual fantasies, mm-hmm. I guess, if anything. Sexual empowerment, so, Ethan. It's empowering. Right, that one. So Balder gets exiled from the Lumen Sages, Rosa gets imprisoned by the Umbra Witches, and both sides start summoning their representative angels and demons. It's a big, long fight. Are these Everybody... humans? 
Yeah. They're like superhumans. Because I thought the whole idea is that the chaos guy felt pity and then gave him these things. So I guess it's... Yeah, so human beings all have free will, Uh but the Lumen Sages and the Umbra Witches are special because they are the clans that guard the eyes, Uh and they also make pacts with uh, angels and demons. From Inferno and Paradiso. Mm -hmm. Paradiso, yep. So the Lumen Sages get a lot of power from their pacts with the angels, Mm. where they become servants to the angels. The Umbra witches get a lot from their pacts with demons where they can do whatever they want. They don't become servants to the demons, but as soon as they die, their uh, souls go belong to, to the demons. It really just seems like this chaos realm just turned into a proxy for the light and darkness to fight each other. Fran, that's, that's nonsense. That's just me. You're silly. <laughs> so... They have this big, long clan war, and the Umbra witches win. Strangely, the big, scary ladies with demons and guns do better. (laughs) With an affinity for guns. Um, But uh, Balder, at this point, is pretty upset. He convinces all of the regular people of the world that witches are scary. And so, with a little help from the angels of Paradiso, regular humans start a witch hunt. That's and kind of dick move to call a witch hunt on the woman you had a baby with. Friend, where have you been? That's yeah. what you do. We were just talking about this. You make the women have your baby and then you call them a witch and have everyone a getter. Getter. That's kind of bullshit. Yeah, that's Christianity, baby. Mm. <laughs> so there's there's not many Umbra witches left. It was a hard clan war, and they're weakened already, and the angels are helping the humans, so they are able to almost completely wipe out the uh, Umbra witches. Uh-huh. We've got some of the last of them are Jean and her bestie, Bayonetta, mm. and Jean decides that Bayonetta is kind of a wimp, and won't be able to survive this coming witch hunt. So she seals Bayonetta away in this coffin to protect her. Okay. And Bayonetta comes out 500 years later, and so now here we are. All right. Makes sense. Uh, so we find out that voice in Bayonetta's head, that's Balder. How the fuck do you get in there? <laughs> He, I mean, he's got magical powers because he has apparently the right a eye very of light. long lifespan. Uh, yeah, the the packs with angels and demons they just give you very long lifespan. Mm. Uh, Bayonetta has been sealed away, but Balder and Jean they've just kind of been hanging out for five hundred years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Balder. Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't think you can die of old age if you are part of these groups. I think you just die from getting stepped on by a demon or something like that. Like, so they're like elves in Tolkien yeah, where pretty much. you live forever unless... Unless you die, yeah. Sort yeah. of. I mean, Baldur's has definitely aged over these 500 years. He looks kind of like an old dude, but also he's 500 years old, so I mean, it's like... Yeah, don't need to be... Who knows? Maybe maybe they're more like D&D elves where they just have an 800-year lifespan. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, Jean's also been around for 500 years just hanging around. And she and looks she's, hot as She's ever. just a hot mommy, so. <laughs> so Balder between is, demons and angels right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. Balder's heaven-bent on collecting 
both of the eyes of the world mm-hmm. and reviving the creator of the original universe, Jubileus. He says, our world is corrupt and shitty. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this whole recreate. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to do this whole recreating the universe thing a third time. Third time's the charm. And how about we just do one world and we just do light and that'll be fine. Mm. Fun. Exciting mm. world. <laughs> seems a little flawed, but all right. What part of that plan seems flawed? He doesn't get to be stopped on by uh, women in heels anymore. Like, that part seems really seems like flawed a big to sacrifice. Me. That is that is true. You are you are correct, Fran. I don't. I mean, there's a reason live, why he had. A baby I don't want to live in a world where I can't be stepped on by big high heels. Her high heels are guns, by the way, Fran. That's why she steps. I on did people. know that. Yeah, because so. I've seen clips of her like swinging her leg around and shooting people. Yeah, so, so that seems pretty fucking absolutely. cool. So she steps on them and then you know blows their brains out. Is why she does that. Radical. Right. I have to explain this part real slow, and just <laughs> should I take try, notes on this part specifically? Try, well, you should try to follow along with me and see if oh, you God. can. But... Oh, God. Okay. I'm so, ready. Bayonetta thinks that the left eye of darkness is that gem in her watch, but okay. Balder explains to her that the eye is actually a person from those clans who embodies the principles of the light and darkness. Uh, it's like... Ba- the friends are the journey you had along the way or bullshit. The, yeah. the gems are the journey that you had along the friends. Uh-huh. Yep. So Balder has the right eye of light and Cereza, the little girl, will awaken to having the left eye of darkness. This Balder all seems like ca- bullshit, but okay. Balder captures Cereza, who is his daughter from back then. All right. Okay. He's he's going to awaken her powers and then use both of their eyes to awaken Jubileus, the creator. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta is able to defeat Balder, save Cereza, and teaches her to be a big girl who can stand up for herself. Okay. All right. Seems seems reasonable so far. Okay. Cereza then gets sent back in time because... Fuck you, idiots. Cereza is Bayonetta from the past. Bayonetta is that forbidden Luma, Lumen Umbra love baby. Okay. Kinda Bayonetta has taught Cereza confidence, so she stands and fights with Jean instead of being sealed away. Uh-huh. That happening doesn't affect our universe because fuck you, time travel is also multiverse travel. But it means that Cereza in her universe embodies the left eye of darkness. Apparently, when somebody embodies the eye, they do so across the multiverses. So by making Cereza embody the left eye of darkness, it has also made our Bayonetta embody the left eye of darkness. Nice. So this, this... was Baldur's plan <laughs> all this along? This is a good plan. This <laughs> is very smart. killed Baldur in our he's playing, he's playing 5D chess over here. 
Balder was playing dead. And as soon as Bayonetta is awakened, he captures Bayonetta and shoots. They both shoot out into space on a giant uh, rocket that looks like a church steeple. Okay, pause. All right, we're pausing. So how did Cereza get to the main storylines universe then if Balder brought her through time to enact this plan. So Balder went from our main universe to a different multiverse, Grab Baby, which is apparently multiverse travel. (laughs) I guess, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Grabbed his daughter, Uh brought Mm -hmm. her to the present to Uh bait Bayonetta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And -hmm. then Bayonetta sent her back to where Mm -hmm. she once came. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then confidence, girl power, got the left eye. So now Bayonetta Mm -hmm. has it eat because Bayonetta is Cereza, but from a different multiverse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. That's not that. That's not that complicated. (laughs) And Balder just orchestrated all of this. I mean, yeah. Okay. I I thought I I was going to be something. I was strapping in for something more intensive. Balder's Balder's one of those brain cells who's like, according to my plan, I knew you would teach your young self the power of girl power. And, and sexual empowerment and that would make your eye open or something and then i and then we and, and then well because uh, then and uh and now we're together and we all we, according to keikaku all according to my keikaku keikaku means plan bayonetta so all right, so let me get back to the rocket ship that is shaped like a 500-foot-tall church steeple. Which is cool. The steeple is the part with the bell tower, right? It's the tall yes. part. Okay. It's Here's yeah. the church. The here's, the, here's the church, and here's the steeple. And then look inside, and there's all the people. Okay. Cool. Yeah, thank you, CJ. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. So they shoot out into space because out there, Balder has created a gigantic like thousand foot tall statue of god space catholics god as in the creator as in jubileus the creator aren't you like not supposed to make god into the likeness of something isn't that a thing well it's not going to just be the likeness fran because balder implants himself in the right eye and bayonetta in the left eye Which allows this statue to come to life and become Jubileus. That's all dumb. right. That's, That's awesome. Dumb. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I'm just imagining so it like a capsule hotel where they like lie down and like a yeah, they and, like, like go in. them in. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> all right, not so fast, Fran, because Jean, who had been mind controlled by Balder, which is why she was fucking with Bayonetta, but got free after the multiverse shenanigans, which changed Bayonetta's personality, and I guess also changed Jean's personality. Although, again, I have to specify, this did not happen in our timeline. It happened in a different multiverse. Uh huh. But the core of the person changes across multiverses. That's what I I'm guess getting. so. I guess. She comes to herself. And immediately mm-hmm. hops on that same rocket. Uh-huh. And thank thank you, CJ. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> she hops on the rocket as it's launching, and she is able to pull Bayonetta out of Jubileus's eye just as it's coming to life. Hmm. So Jubileus has come into being, but is not at full power because uh the left eye got pulled out of her at just the right moment. Did Cereza come back to the main timeline or is Cereza still no, in? She's her. I mean, B- 
Bayonetta is Cereza, right? I know, so Bay- but... She was always in this timeline. Wow. But, and but she, the Cereza that just... got they put back never came back. No, she's in her own okay, timeline, great. which presumably things just went great for her over yeah, there. Yeah, so she's just she's not even boss. a factor in this. Got it. Cool. Because then Balder could be like, ah, but I have the Cereza that but I can also Cereza use. But Cereza doesn't have the eye. She will have the eye. But it, she awoke to have the eye in the other timeline. No, so she, she, she just kind of plucked it back out. She, no, she taught her the power of girl power. And then over the 500 years in between, she used that girl power to awaken the eye. But she didn't have it as a kid. Otherwise, he could have just taken oh. the kid and shoved mm-hmm. it inside, which he couldn't yeah, do. That's what I'm saying. Like th- That's not a factor in this current we plan. D- we don't have that being a factor. Okay. That's not part of Balder's ingenious plan. Because it should have been. Uh, <laughs> maybe it maybe If he it wanted to be been. successful. He, he really, he, really he, fucked himself over there. I mean, I guess he really thought that this was going to work until like Jean screwed it all up. Uh, but yeah, so the creator of all things is now to life, but not fully powered. So okay, now now I got questions about Jubileus. So Jubileus made the world with light and dark. Went whoops, that was fucked up. Let's try this again. Did it a second time, and then he just kind of pieced out and died. Or so like, first why of is all, he Jub- being resurrected? Jub- Jubileus is a hot lady. So let's be clear. Okay, with why? Let's sorry. Be fucking clear, Fran. <laughs> God is a woman. Great. A hot. A woman. hot woman. Okay. So why did Jubileus disappear? I so guess I'm confused. I, about I guess there there's like multiple gods and stuff, right? Like there was Acer and there's Jubileus and such. Uh, after the first universe didn't go great, mm-hmm. I guess whatever other gods were, they were like Jubileus, you did a bad job, and they sealed her away. Okay, Classic so Baldur's trying to unseal. Got it. Yeah, because so, Acer was in charge of chaos. Someone's in charge of light. Someone's in charge of darkness. But Jubileus was Queen, in charge of all Queen three of Sheba them. is in charge of uh, darkness. Okay, great. Actually, um, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> which which matters because Bayonetta is now f- you f- your final boss fight. You fight the creator of all things, which mm-hmm. is slightly weakened without Bayonetta in her eye socket, mm-hmm. and. Just as things are starting to look rough, it's looking like they won't be able to make it. She and Jean are able to do a team summon to get the Queen of Inferno, Queen Sheba, to be summoned into our world. Mm -hmm. And she then beats Jubileus' ass, Mm -hmm. thus destroying her and uh, freeing us all from having our universe destroyed. So why was Jubileus on board with Baldur's plan to destroy the universe as it is when he, when Jubileus got resurrected. I mean, because she's she's down with the idea, like, yeah, we should probably just do the one world of light. Was she actually uh, down for the idea? Or, like, this is where I'm confused. Like, what is the motivation yes. here? Yes, yes, she was down for that idea. It's, it's worth noting that Baldur's goal here is to create this new world of light but the angels and demons do actually have like their own agency mm-hmm. and the demons are mostly just their infighting for control over hell but the angels all agreed a while ago this three world thing sucks 
we should get Jubileus back. She was our best mommy. We were dumb to uh, forsake her. And we'll just start over with light only, and that'll be rad. Yes, but that doesn't mean Jubileus is down for just getting rid of the three and just giving the she one. She super is. Why? Why not? Why? Yeah, yeah. because they the the three version world is a bastardization of her own creation. But she made the three worlds. No, no she, she didn't. Made the two world. Then where did chaos come from? Cause, I don't know. Because my understanding is she made lightness and darkness. That didn't go fucking well. So she remade it with light, dark, no, and chaos. The- Light and dark didn't work, and so the other gods banished her because she did a bad job creating the universe. Okay. And then they made universe two. Okay, so that that's that's where I'm confused. I thought Jub- Jub- Jubileus made both. Okay. No. Okay, so that that's why my creation origin. Creation mythoses aren't as sexy and fun as BDSM talk. So she <laughs> made light and dark. They said, fuck you, you didn't do a good job banished her and then they those two were like oh that makes sense why chaos is the proxy because they're the ones who made it okay this all makes sense now because that's why earth just turned into a proxy of light and dark fighting because they made it in the first place together and they're like this will be fine for some reason okay this makes sense I, lo- I'm down. I like cj's eyes as you're as you're like oh now i get it i i mean took a while i'm i'm just I I looked up pictures of Jubileus and there's a lot of porn. So yeah, oh <laughs> this yeah. That's why we're not supposed to look I mean, up pictures while we're in the middle they, of recording. I guess they made they made a movie uh, that is just the events of the first game and it like a live action did, one. No, like an oh. anime. Okay. Uh, and they defeat Jubileus just like they do in the game, but they do it so much sexier and it's a lot of like rope play to defeat our god creator of the universe Uh, i hope when i get to (sighs) heaven god is a hot woman who's into rope play i'm not going to heaven though (laughs) probably well that's all right there's there's a lot more rope play in hell if bayonetta (laughs) has anything to teach us that's true that's true all right let's let's get into bayonetta 2 when so, does Bayonetta yeah. get a haircut? Because like Bayonetta in Bayonetta two. one, I know she has the big high ponytail, but yeah, like, everyone thought it I know stupid. that there's versions of her with short hair. Yeah, that's Bayonetta. Uh, two. She's got the short hair for Bayonetta two. Why? But again, that's the hair, back so. of her hair is short, but her entire suit is still her hair. Yeah, but so like that big ponytail had a lot of hair power in there. So like why would that go away? Is there like a canon reason or just character design? Oh yeah, just, we just made okay. a new. I mean, have you seen the new Bayonetta design for Bayonetta three? I have not. She's got she's like got, she's got big lolly pony pigtails. Yeah, yeah, like like the big curly ones. Yeah, but like really like big. the big the big braided twisted ones. Yeah. Oh, a, she has a lot of hair. It's, it's people hot. people didn't like the first design because they thought the top hair looked stupid, and then oh. the second one came out, and then she had really like short hair, and people didn't like that. Because they thought that looked stupid. So like, I liked that. So they're like, fine, fuck it. We'll do big, like, anime, like, schoolgirl hair. And everyone was like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. The third time was the charm. You did it. Ethan, I want to know more about this hot mama. She's dead. Jub- Jubileus died, right? That that hot mama that hot is mama defeated. Is yes. Okay. I don't. 
I'm not big. Bayonetta's on... not a hot mama. She, she had, the daughter was her, so she's not a mama. You're right. She's yeah. not a milf at all, friend. Right. You you realize the twist. She's not a milf. She's Turns out she's a not regular, a milf. She's just, just a, a normal cougar. dominatrix. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not a mama in that sense. She's the mama in the sense that when she puts your heel on on your back, you say, "Mommy, please, harder, mommy." I don't. That's actually really gross. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Well, like the shift of the internet to the mommy daddy stuff. I didn't, yeah, I don't either. Especially, especially because when I was younger, my mom would like, I, I hated taking medicine or like getting eye drops or like anything. So my mom did have to like sit on me and like pry my mouth open like a cat and then shove medicine down my throat. And, and, and would you say, "Mommy, no, mommy, please"? No, nope, I, nope, would, I would. We're not doing I this. <laughs> Scream and shout. This is this is the episode to do this. We're I getting it all. Nope. We're getting it out. No, nope, I don't want it. I, I'm I'm <laughs> saying like as it. a person who did have their mom sit on them to take their to literally take their medicine. <laughs> I did not gain that fetish. It's weird. As someone oh whose mother is a doctor, I also did not gain this fetish. Uh, now the okay. now the the rocking horse thing. That's I actually cool. yeah, that's weird. That, what? That's awesome, Fran. I, I, it's fine. Fran, I know it's hard for you because you don't have balls, so you don't know what don't balls, balls feel like, but there's something about hurt. leather on balls that really. That would, it would hurt. <laughs> it sounds hurt. like it gets sweaty. It is. Because our that's balls are real warm. That's why you, that's why you, that's why you have, not very breathable. that's why you put baby powder on it. That's that's why it you make it out of the hair moisture. instead of leather. Talcum powder on your balls into the suit. Sounds All right, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about my friends, but I'd rather <laughs> learn more about Bayonetta. So <laughs> we're gonna get into Bayonetta too. Um, and get into Bayonetta. So, yeah. If if we could have like a ticker for like the number of times you'll say that, Joe. Not doing that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stop set stop setting me up and I'll stop doing it. He's thinking carefully about the next words he's gonna do. Can't say come, can't say in, can't say. Uh, no, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about how to fit those in as often as possible. Oh, I'm thinking about how to fit in. it in as often. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, thank there you. Jean and Bayonetta are hanging out. They're going Christmas shopping. They're friends again. Yeah. All right. How does Christmas work in this world? It's regular. It's cap. It's regular Christmas. Is there a Christ in this uh, world? There's no Christ in Christmas anymore. Anyway, France, the capitalists got to it. Okay. Oh, we got it in. Yeah. We fit it in here. All right. We did it. All right. Cap Fuck capitalism, you, capitalism is evil. Uh, John and Bayonetta are Christmas shopping. Some angels come out to give them a hard time because this just kind of happens continually to mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. But this time something goes wrong. Bayonetta summons a gigantic hair demon Godzilla monster like mm -hmm. she normally does. Yep. But after it kills all of the uh, angels, it goes on a rampage and slaps Jean's soul right out of her body. She's dead. Oh, that's not Whoops. good. Whoopsie, <laughs> I killed my bestie. That yeah, I mean, that happens. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about it, because it turns out there's a portal to hell in this place called the Sacred Mountain Fimbulventer. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
let's just go there. We'll go into hell and we'll get Jean's soul back in time for Christmas. Where did what? that word come from? Fimbulventer? Fimbulventer. It's, it's it's Norwegian. Um, but it's a also Norse we're doing mountain? we're doing Norse we're doing Norse stuff this time. Okay. Yeah. So the first game in, in was time all about for killing. The first game is all about fighting angels, and now we're fighting deb devils. And okay, it it was always weird to me when they had like a portal to hell in in media because it's like. People would just be there all the time. You'd you'd constantly be like, "Oh, I'm I'm trying to get my grandpa back or whatever." So I'm just gonna <laughs> pop into hell and like it wouldn't work all the time. But there'd definitely be people trying it constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's very weird. They just like it's just sort of an aside. Like one of her demon friend guys is just like, "Yeah, well, there oh. is a portal to hell that the humans haven't found yet on Fimblefunter." <laughs> you you didn't talk about that guy at all. So the whole. The you get <laughs> guns. About that guy. You get guns as you go, right? Like you can upgrade your guns and get new ones and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy who hangs out. He's a demon hunter, but he also is from hell, and he takes these demons, and he turns them into weapons for you. He turns them into oh, guns. Oh, okay. And this guy's That's this fun. guy's just super cool, and he's like, sounds really cool. Looks like looks like you could use a little upgrade to your firepower and he you get new guns because you get these golden records and then he plays the records in hell and it attracts certain kinds of demons and then mm -hmm. once he's attracted them he kills them and turns them into guns for you so right. he i think his i think his bar is named the gates of hell and you can just like teleport to it whenever and cool. then and and he like offers you Offers you cool stuff. He sells you candy. You suck on lollipops to get health back because, of course, of course you, do. you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's he's just a cool. They, he's a cool dude. I don't remember they, his name, but I love him. They mm -hmm. do a lot of like pretty much all of their lines between one another are sexual flirtation. Yeah, they uh, never bang though, or do they? <laughs> if you read they? my it's fan not fiction, on screen. <laughs> you will see that they actually have a torrid love affair. And you can read that fan fiction in a series of tweets uh, at Spices yeah, With. I, that's Spices <laughs> With. Yeah, I tweeted out 120 characters at a time or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. 240 oh. these days since the update, right? Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Elon. Thank you, Daddy Musk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We need to get back to Fimbulvantar. <laughs> Sorry. That, why is that? That's just, you're laughing at another culture's language friend that's so rude it's so fimbleventer from the so, from the norse word i'm just real fimble. giggly and blushy this whole episode so it just doesn't that's, take much that's to set me very off that's very fair you're all so, a titter she heads to fimbleventer and there she as she's climbing the mountain she meets this weird little boy named Loki. Oh, we are in Norse mythology. All right. We are. Hmm. And he seems to have like these special powers, but there is also this masked Lumen Sage who is out there trying to kill him. Hmm. I thought there were no lo more Lumen Sages. You're correct. So he's okay. not a Lumen Sage? No, he is, but oh. there's no more Lumen Sages. Oh, okay, sure. Sure. All right. So they get to the portal. They're being attacked by this guy multiple times. And the Lumen Sage comes at them again. 
And there is also this fancy holy boy named Lofter there. Mm-hmm. And they're they're there to stop him. And Lofter tells Bayonetta, like, you're on the wrong side of this. You should be helping me destroy Loki. Uh, why does this then... sound like canvassing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I feel that. Uh, and he then shows Bayonetta a vision from the past. Oh. Mm-hmm. The actual Her- past or the multiverse past? Fran, don't get don't get caught up in multiverse <laughs> theory. Sometimes Her- things just happen, and that's how time traveling works in this game, though. Time travel. I- it, okay, well, it's a looking thing. looking all at the, the past, children we've met in this game are from the past. Looking at the multiverse past is not so time life, travel, no. Fran. It's just remembering things. Okay. <laughs> Well, for all I know, this little child Loki turns out it's fucking Balder or some bullshit. I don't know. We're, we haven't got to that point yet. I'm excited. I haven't we're, played this game. I've only played the first one, so I'm excited to see what happens. We're going to find some things out. It's a roller coaster. Oh, my God. Uh, Sorry. Flashback. So Bayonetta is having this uh, flashback Lothar has given her, and it turns out her dad, Balder, wasn't responsible for the witch hunts. In oh. fact... As they were starting, he went to where Rosa was in prison to try and save her from being killed. Mm-hmm. And then, oh my God, the kid Loki came out of nowhere and killed Bayonetta's mom. How? Okay, hold on. Pause. How do we know this is truthful? Okay, I've, I vision. exist wow. on Magical today's internet. Of the I have lateral there. reading skills. I it's would like, need, if I saw this, it'd be like, how, okay. Past vision. I'm just being told, but from whose mystical past vision? How does she know? Like, it's not well, her memory, uh, right? Uh, whose memory? Like, false I narrator. I can't believe you, Fran. I can't, can't be real. You, I don't know. All I don't right. trust it. We'll we'll see. We'll see about your miss. Your also, it's a it's a literal hell portal with demons <laughs> in it that are known tricksters. But you know. Uh, you know. Well, Lofter has a very. Uh, How can I trust this Lofter? Ho- he has a holy look with him, and he's with the masked Lumen Sage. So How do I know he doesn't just he's have a. He's clearly the good guy. The How do I know he doesn't just have a podcast where Satan? he smokes a cigar every week? Wow, oh, I like that. Are you saying. <laughs> Lofter Rogan? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, are you going to say that the Joe Rogan podcast, he's actually a demon? Oh, he's I a- thought the smoke cigar hey. guy was Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, he okay. actually is. A, he's in hell now, though. He's in hell for real. <laughs> he's in hell for real. Yeah, I was imagining, though, like Joe Rogan just be like, yeah, Jimmy, could you pull up a memory from their past of who actually killed their mom? <laughs> we can't talk shit on the Joe Rogan podcast on our podcast. He'll finish us. He'll end us. <laughs> well, will he step on us with some high heeled boots and crush our I would spines? love I would I would love to see Joe Rogan <laughs> stepping on some guys in high heeled boots. Uh, Bayonetta has seen this vision and she's she's kind of confused. She's actually kind of like Fran. She's not sure what to believe. Uh-huh. Um, but at this moment, uh, Loki is he is able to shove them aside and he opens up the the portal into Inferno and the mountain and rushes in and Bayonetta follows with him. This is like most of the game is taking place in hell here. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to talk almost nothing about it because (laughs) it's just like fighting monsters. Yeah. There's just a bunch. There's a bunch of demons. They all want to be queen of hell and they all are giving Bayonetta a hard time when she's trying to just get her friend's soul back. Are the demons in hell all very effeminate? 
Uh, pretty much all of the lead demons in hell are female. Okay. Um, they usually have like a sexy version and a more monstery version. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's I think Bale sometimes looks like a sexy lady, but also looks like a giant toad. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I guess most of them are sexy. You know, like the the demon the demoness that. Bayonetta has her pact with is Madam Butterfly, and she always has that uh, those heels on. What for stepping on naughty boys? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we go through all of these demon shenanigans, mm -hmm. and we're able to save Jean's soul. Good. But in the background, snap the Lumen Sage. He followed them into hell to kill Loki. Uh, who let him and in? He he jumped in right behind them and was able to make it in. Uh, and Mega Snap, the Lumen Sage, it's Balder. Mm, that's the fuck. one that's Balder. But it's a younger, hotter Balder. Oh, oh, hell yeah. How hot? Daddy, Daddy's home. He's um, honestly probably your type, Fran. Based mm. on your anime. Based eh. on your anime. Okay. He's this. the he's the he's the kind of hot hot uh like book smart boy that you would see in in one of your uh yaoi based animes. I do like book smart yaoi boys. Hold on. I think I think the thing Fran reads are called doujins. No. <laughs> no. I'm pretty they're sure. Not doujins. <laughs> Stuff I read are original stories. Wow, Fran they're knows not what they're fan made. <laughs> It's it's looking it's looking bad for Loki. He's Baldur's Baldur's got him on the ropes. And Why do I care about Loki? Huh? Because he's a cute little. Because he's a little boy. He's, nice. he's a that little supposedly lad. That possibly might have killed your mom. That possibly killed the mom. But, okay. but let's find out because at the last at the last moment before Baldur is able to kill Loki, Loki shoots both he and Bayonetta 500 years into the past to save himself. Whoa. Which I guess would also be into a different multiverse Yep, see, past, fucking multiverse but... time travel bullshit in this game too. All right. All right. So there they see that it wasn't Loki killing her mom at all. It was his twin brother, Lofter. Oh, classic. Mm. Why did Lofter grow up and Loki didn't? I don't know. But that happened that way. Okay. So are Loki and Lopter, like, are they in demon side or angel side? Or are they just, like, in between? Fran, let me give you a bit of a shocker here. Uh -huh. Loki and Lopter are two halves of the chaos god Acer. Ah. The one who gave his before. eyes of the world to mo mortals. Mm. As soon as he did that... He split in half. Classic. And his evil half, Lofter, was immediately like, oh, this was a mistake. I want those back. <laughs> Great. Whoops. That guy just tore oh. himself all to pieces. Well, he's trying to be helpful. And sometimes he when people to try helpful. to be helpful, they end up like tearing yourself down on accident and sacrificing you. <laughs> and then just kind of collecting all of the parts of yourself that didn't actually want to do that collect together into one being was like, oh, I should undo that. <laughs> Oopsie. Oops. So Lofter has been controlling like 
all of the bad stuff that has happened in the series behind the scenes. Whoa. So he he's, helped Balder play the 5D chess in this situation? He's, he is, uh, ba- Balder is playing 5D chess and Lofter is playing interdimensional 5D chess with time travel. Okay. Uh, and so he's, Lofter is actually the one who like set up for the, uh, witch hunts to happen. Mm. He has set up like all of these situations because if he is able to get both of the eyes and Loki's powers into himself, he will become the complete Acer once again. And this is what he wants to do. Okay. So they all get shunted back out into our time mm-hmm. where Lofter has also been on the case and he has grabbed Loki while these two were in their backwards time travel thing. Mm-hmm. And he is ready to destroy Loki and he's like, Balder, how about you do it because this is the little boy who killed your love and I've been manipulating you this whole time with that story. Mm-hmm. But at this moment, Balder has figured it out and so he works with Bayonetta to free Loki and fight against Lofter. Okay. Uh, Lofter, it turns out, is super OP. He beats the crap out of everybody. He sucks up Loki's power, and he grabs both of the eyes, and he's starting the process of becoming the one full true being. Hold on. I thought the eyes were the person who embodies the person. He sucked the magic out. Just like he sucked the magic out of Loki, he sucked the magic out, out of, of the eye people. Out of Balder and Bayonetta, so they're out of not and magic fighting people anymore. Because then that makes it real hard to actually. The eyes them. don't. I mean, the eyes didn't give them any like superpowers. They okay. just were like that. Like they all just, the witches, yeah, that, all the witches don't have the eye in them, but they they are witches. You know that okay. have all the same powers. Like genre. okay, things look really bad, but I. I don't know how to explain this because it's just a thing. Okay. <laughs> so Lofter took all of Loki's powers mm-hmm. except for one for some reason. Okay. Because Loki has the power of nothingness. Okay. Sure. And like, so. Like some people have the power of stuff, but Loki <laughs> has the power of nothing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, it's, I, yeah. And so Loki uses this power that apparently Lofter didn't even care about to destroy both of these eyes of the, of the world. Like, cause apparently his power is good enough to just like destroy the God being eye power. Well, yeah. it's his power. It's his is power, kind of. It's his eyes also. Kinda. It's his eye. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess the power yeah. levels match. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a bunch of good speeches about how humans don't need the eyes and they'll forge their own destiny without uh, them. Yeah, humans. I don't know about that, considering bullshit. the the perception of reality via the <laughs> eyes is what makes reality reality. But all right, sure, go for it. I, I. I again I don't know what to tell you. Kind of feels like you're breaking just, physics a little bit with all that, but sure. I got him. 
I mean, we've got we've got leather suits made of hair, so I feel like physics went out the window a while <laughs> That's ago. That's magic. I guess I guess this is this is just good old fashioned Loki magic. Mm-hmm. So, Balder and Bayonetta, you have a big awesome fight where you work together to defeat Lofter, and you kill him. You destroy his Great. body, awesome. right? Yeah, but definitely destroyed. Lofter, he's an eternal god spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, and half so of one. He's an eternal god spirit who is half of an eternal god spirit. I think it's like the Greek rules where Zeus loses his balls into the ocean and that becomes a different god who's their own fully fledged <laughs> being. Happens. It's like that. Okay. Uh, so he's he's this eternal god spirit and he's like... I will just be reincarnated and then I'll go through the multiverse and I'll fuck with you guys across all the different multiverses and it will all work out in my favor. Okay. And at this point, Balder says, I won't let you do this. And he leaps forward before uh, Lofter's spirit is able to go into a different multiverse and absorbs the evil soul into himself. Mm-hmm. And Loki's like, wait, you can't do that. It's going to make you an evil guy who will want to bring Jubileus back or some shit like that. Uh... And he's he's like, no, I must do it if it's to protect the world and my beloved daughter. And so Balder is looking at getting, he's getting sucked back into time, back to his proper timeline. Uh And now that he's done this and I just... We need to get back a little more into the Bayonetta spirit, which is why we end this whole big cosmic thing with Balder saying, Bayonetta, before I go, could you please one more time just call me daddy? Call no, me daddy. that's not real. <laughs> the game ends with, daddy, daddy. No. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Don't be evil, daddy. <laughs> So, so no, pause. So the balder <laughs> that sucked up the evil got sent back to his timeline. Is that the same balder that we had in game one? Or is the That's... game one balder evil because when you your core essence changes in multiverses, it changes across the multiverses? What a good question, Fran. I uh-huh. don't know how to answer that for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, he sucks up evil, which is why he was an evil guy in the first game. Yeah. But also he is getting sent back into time. And we have established that getting sent back into time doesn't affect this timeline. It affects the multiverse. But it also so, does affect the core being of the person across sure. the multiverses. Okay. Sure. So, that, yes. Yeah. Got it. Um. Well, maybe, maybe the third game will answer our questions. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so what? What do, I, what do you think, I, Fran? Are you are you awakened sexually via this? No, I am not. <laughs> do, you, do you do you have maybe a desire to end your character's arc by just shouting out, "Daddy, daddy, nope. daddy, daddy"? Nope. Please no. <laughs> like I, I don't like the development of the internet to this point. Well, I'll 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 t- I'll tell you one thing. I would appreciate it if you stepped on that subscribe button with high heels and really ground that <laughs> like and rating 
and and uh, if you if you yes. took the give me a five star climax. Yeah, <laughs> make that go. bell ring until it explodes. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and make sure to tell everyone about us because hey, th- that's our that's our podcast. We thank you guys. Thank you, daddies. Maybe don't and start them for with this episode. Thanks. Maybe start them on a different episode. Thanks for listening to us again. We we you know sometimes things that are difficult and hard are worth it because it's all about the payoff so we make this for you as a way to uh not have to get a boner and play a video game for 40 hours to get the whole story of bayonetta although <laughs> think if you things still- that are hard are always worth it yeah but we have a few we have a few people to thank as well, like Gail Storm Kitsune, who does all of our channel art, and you should definitely check her out on Twitter because she makes some cool art there as well. We also have Apaja for our intro and outro songs, which slap. And you know what? I'm gonna thank Fran for this one because you you stepped out of your comfort zone to co- to get educated about about you sexy nuns trooper. you did it uh in the in the switch ports of the game you can dress up like princess peach and or or zelda what? are you and serious is this actually like hot. costumes no, you can it, download yeah uh, yeah yeah you can be you can peach, have different you can be link i think you can be samus if i remember well right. that, that one at least makes sense zero suit samus Anyway, that would make no, I, th- I think it's the other one. I think you just you super armor Samus. It's oh, all that's fun. It's all very hot and sexy, and you should check it out and check out us on our YouTube channel. YouTube has tags now. We are at Spices with on YouTube and Twitter now. Amazing, and uh, check out our stream Twitch.tv/slash/CookingWithSpices, where we stream video games and do other fun stuff. And I think that's gonna do it for this week we're back on <laughs> i'm gonna do it oh my god ethan i can't believe you said that we're back on a bi-weekly schedule so make sure to check out the rest of the episodes check out the future episodes follow along i'm gonna close it out now so i'm gonna close it out now nice my name has been cj <laughs> i've been ethan and i've been fran and i don't have a mommy fetish internet so Just don't a daddy fetish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>